Welcome to CarPro USA, where you get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Jerry has over 35 years of experience in the auto industry and won USA Today's Dealer of the Year Award twice. His sidekick is Kevin McCarthy, a Radio Hall of Famer, famous for back in his disc jockey days when a caller said, Ain't No Sunshine was his favorite song, and Kevin said, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And here they are now on CarPro USA. Thank you so very much for spending a little time with us today while we talk about cars. And that's all we talk about here. We give you good, solid, unbiased advice about what is going on in the auto industry and the situation, particularly in the past six months, seven months uh, since the microchip shortage started. We are seeing some... We're seeing some relief with microchips. Not anywhere near what we want to be at, but certainly it's getting better. And you're seeing more vehicles coming into the dealers. Unfortunately, most of those are sold. Uh, Dealers are putting people's names on them, calling them when they come in and saying, okay, you've got first shot at buying this car. And the truth is, if you don't buy it, there'll be somebody right behind you that will. So, you know, if you have to do it that way, that's a better way than not doing anything right now, given the market. If you have a trade-in, trades are just sky high, uh, and the numbers don't lie. I mean, new car prices through December, through the end of December, were up about 11% new car prices. And it wasn't that the cars went up, it was that there's been no incentives to speak of. But trade values were up 38%. So do that math if you've got a trade. That's a huge, huge difference and will result in a lower bottom line out the door price. Those are the kind of things we talk about at 800-926-7777. My trusty sidekick is here, believe it or not. Kevin Of McCarthy. course I'm here. Of course you're I'm here. I'm always here. You um, can't get rid of me. I'm like the cockroaches after the nuclear explosion. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one way. You know, the... The people I feel for right now in the uh, situation with with, uh, vehicles availability and pricing and everything are the people that don't have a trade-in, the first-time buyers. I mean, this spring, they're going to be, typically every spring, there are lots of people who help or buy outright a new car for their son or daughter that's going away to college. Sure. Mm -hmm. And no trade-in is no good news for them. Now, if you're paying, <clears throat> if you're if you're buying a car straight out, no trade, um, you know, eleven percent on the price of cars today, which is now over forty thousand, forty five thousand dollars, eleven percent increase is a lot of money. I'm thinking that leasing might be the way to go for a lot of first time buyers. Well, I do too. I've always think I've thought that. We've got an article on our FAQ page about. Leasing for first-time buyers, leasing for seniors. Uh, I highly recommend seniors lease. I don't mean seniors in high school. I mean <laughs> seniors like you. I definitely, I would definitely do a lease as long as the mileage isn't a problem. But the people who are buying right now without a trade-in, when the when used car prices crash, and they're going to. They're going to suddenly find themselves 
way upside down in a car. Way upside down. That's something to think about. Yeah. That's why I tell people often, you should probably wait. I know my dealers hate to hear me say those words, but it's reality, and I'm not here to please them. I'm here to please you, our faithful listeners. So how about we go to Austin, Texas, and talk to Joel. Joel, you keeping Austin weird? Oh, yeah. You know, always, <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> Thanks for taking my call, but I need to um, ask you a couple of things. First of all, I have a 2014 Cadillac XTS V-Sport Platinum Series, and I've got 110,000 miles on it. And I wanted to get your opinion. I'm going to have to put about six or seven thousand dollars into the car uh, for some repairs right now. And I wanted to get your opinion if you think that's a good idea or I should be maybe looking for a new car. The problem is I really love this car, and they quit making the XTS. Yes. I think in 2015. So if I was going to get a new car. I'd like to know your opinion on what would be comparable. Tell me, <clears throat> tell me briefly, what kind of problems are you having with the 2014? Well, they said it's the uh, upper oil pan that has to come out, and they have to pull the engine out to get to it. And, and then I think I'm going to need some uh, new shocks also, and probably at the same time, I'll need some new tires. So I'm figuring somewhere between uh, $6,500 and probably $8,000 into the car. Are you going to do it at a dealership? Uh, well, I've, I've been to two places, the dealership uh, and then another place. And the other place tells me it's not the upper oil pan. It's something else. They still have to pull the engine out and... That's where or, or tilt the engine, he said, to get to that part that's leaking. And then he said, I need struts and shocks. Okay, let me ask <clears throat> Let me ask you this. If you put $6,000 into it, would you be happy keeping it another 50,000 miles? Yes. Then I would do that, given the cost of cars today. And yours isn't going to have appreciated a great deal because it's been discontinued. And that's <clears throat> that's typical, even with today's market. <clears throat> I, I would, I'd put the money into it. That's prob these were These were really good cars. They just never sold really well, which surprises me because every one of them I ever had, I really enjoyed. I thought it was real, especially on the road. Uh, out on the highway. I don't know that I've ever driven a more enjoyable car than the XTS. So if you can put six grand into it, or if you can uh, continue to shop a couple of more places for repairs that have good reputations and maybe get that price down some, uh, I'd, I'd for sure do it. I wouldn't hesitate. And I'm, I'm just telling you straight. If we were in different times and I could say, hey, tell you what, Joel, go get yourself a new Cadillac CT5 or something along those lines or a new Genesis G80 and you could get one under typical circumstances where you get a nice big discount and you get a big rebate that's not the case right now 
you're going to spend at least the amount of money that you're going to spend on this Cadillac that you've got over on a, on a new car, higher than usual. So for those reasons, I would say fix it, and I hope it works out great for you. When you get ready, look at that G80. You're going to like it. The next time International Talk Like a Pirate Day rolls around, tell your friends you got advice from the Car Pro. Call 1-800-926-7777. This is Car Pro USA, Kevin McCarthy, Jerry Reynolds. Did I hear you talking earlier with a California caller about hybrids bringing more than MSRP in California in general? No, I was talking about the RAV4 hybrid. Ah, it was the RAV4 in particular. Yes, the RAV4 hybrid is just insanely hot and insanely short of supply. Both. <laughs> that's a, a, well, that's a tough combination. It's yeah. a good combination, but it's a tough combination if you want one. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, and you, when you drive the hybrid, you see why. You know, it's just a great-ish. There's no I mean, the RAV4 problem. is already number one. Oh, big time. Big time. And then throw gas prices going up on top of that and the great gas mileage that it gets. And that's what everybody wants suddenly. <clears throat> but be patient. They're, they're going to be plentiful again someday. Someday. Let's talk to Ken in Cleveland, Ohio. Hello, Ken. Hey Jerry, thanks for taking my call. Love the show. Thank you, buddy. I got a I got a 2018 XLT Crew Cab four door. It's got sixty thousand miles. I got like a thirteen thousand dollar payout or whatever. But the three point five liter, I keep seeing online that they're having transmission issues, and the thing it shakes for me. If it's in like in a high gear, and I'm going at a low mile per hour. The whole truck will shake, yeah, uh, or it'll jerk, or the transmission will bang, and I just don't know. Should I trade it in? Should I, should I blow the transmission up before? Should I tell the dealership? I love the truck, man. I love the way it looks, you know. And I, but the whole thing about driving, and I do twenty thousand miles every year. I got sixty thousand miles on it, twenty eighteen, and I'm just kind of like. Did you make 150? I don't think that transmission will make 120,000 miles. I'm like, uh, I've seen them go. I've seen them go way further than that. And you got to be careful looking online, Ken. There's, you're talking about the number one selling vehicle in America. There's, I drive it every day though. There's a hundred thousand of them a year. Oh, I'm low there. There's half a million a year sold. Okay. And so when you get that kind of big numbers in the cars, the number of cars that are out there, you can't look online and draw any conclusions. I don't care what it is because of the I'm sure of a solution. I guess. Right. Did or you buy the same issue as me because I'm having this issue and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Did you buy an extended warranty when you bought your truck? I did. Well, I sure wouldn't trade it. I'd get it fixed. It's under warranty. You're going to pay a deductible, probably 100 bucks, to get it fixed uh, right. and keep driving it. I mean, I'm sure if there is indeed an issue with these. And I, I'm always a little skeptical because it's a 10-speed, right? Yes, it is. 
I believe. And I I did get the bigger one because I thought it'd be more heavy duty, reliable. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Instead of 2.7. And it's like. It's it's the three five. I've, I've, it, it's it's my it's the first car I ever bought brand new. Everything I bought was like used two thousand five thousand, and then it's like I'm so disappointed. And it's like, and then they sent me a recall on a twin cam something sensor ticking, and I'm like, and they're cutting you off after like sixty thousand miles. You got to pay a certain amount. And I'm like, I can't believe this. I almost well, I just want to get rid of it. It's like between a tranny and then the recall and then they're putting it on you if you're over so many miles for the uh cam phasers or ticking or whatever i go out i I got the automatic restart and i go out and the the thing's ticking like it don't have oil in it and i'm like i take it to the dealership every five thousand miles to get the oil change i have them do everything Okay. Just blown away. I don't know what to do. Get it fixed. Get That's why you bought that warranty. And once you do, the odds are good you'll right. never have another problem. I mean, these are great oh, trucks. Right. These are great trucks. I, I think. I know. That's why I, I bought it. I know. I, I think the fact that you're spending time online reading about other people having problems, I think it's making yours seem worse. And look, you're human. It happens. It could happen to me. But all those online stories that you read, we don't know how those people treated their vehicles. We don't know if they tried to pull a 20,000-pound trailer with them. We don't know if they changed the oil. We don't know if they did any maintenance whatsoever. You got a good truck. The combination of the 3.5 and the 10-speed has been bulletproof by and large. Again, we've got so many of these trucks on the road it's hard to draw any conclusions. Go get it fixed and then drive it for at least 5,000 miles and then you can make a decision. And feel free to call me back and I'll help you make that decision. Right now, it's too early to trade it. Whether to buy new or used, when to trade in your old car, Jerry Reynolds can help. Call the car pro. 1-800-926-7777. Next up, Joe in Houston. Joe, welcome. Hey, how you doing, Jerry? Doing good, pal. Hey, I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say thank you, Jerry, for... Um, uh, help me make help me make my decision about the full runner. Remember, I told you that that was going to be my second car, new car. Yeah, I, I do. The, yeah, the first one was the uh, the the uh, uh, Pontiac uh, Sunbird. Yes, I yeah, remember that. I went ahead and yes, sir. I went ahead and bought it. I I tried to buy it with Toyota World and Toyota Country, but they didn't have it. I waited and see if they going to have something, but they didn't have it. So this guy from Classic Toyota in uh, Galveston had what I wanted. Yeah. And I bought exactly what I wanted at the price that I wanted. And I'm so pleased. And thank you for your beautiful recommendation. I am glad that I called you. And you gave that all the little push that I needed to, to pull the trigger. Oh, good. I'm glad. A, you're going to love it. A, a forerunner. Forerunner, the Trail Special Edition Lunar Rock color is beautiful. Oh, yeah. It is. I know that color. 
It's very pretty. Well, con- congratulations, yes, Joe. Sir. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that everything worked out there at Classic Toyota. Tell Howie Bentley, the owner there, uh, next time you go in, that I said hi. Now, if you are Joe, thanks again. If you're looking for a newer used vehicle, we don't talk about this enough, but at CarProUSA.com, there is a link at the top that says find my car the one to the left says find my car pro that's where you look to to find a dealership but find my car particularly if you're looking for a used car put your zip code in there and search there first before you look anywhere else the reason is every car that's on that search engine is at one of our dealers and the people that you can trust so Click on Find My Car, and then put your information in there, your zip code, what you're looking for, and you will, you'll pull up one of our, you know, if you find something, all the information will be there. My contact, who to talk to, how to get your VIP certificate, the whole deal. Get your bets now, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not looking at a CarPro recommended dealer, you're just rolling the dice. Call the CarPro for a sure thing at 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA, Kevin McCarthy, Jerry Reynolds. In the newsletter this week, Jerry had a ranking of the most popular new and used vehicles by the share of the total sales. And I'm kind of glad we're not on in New York City. Why? I liked it when we were on in New York City. Well, listen, hear me out. The top three new most popular vehicles are the Ford F-150, the Ram 1500, and the Chevy Silverado. Yep. Same three are the most popular used vehicles. I think people in New York City would have a hard time understanding us when we were talking about trucks. <laughs> you know, they start. You start talking about towing fifteen thousand pounds to a New Yorker. Yeah, like, huh? That might be a little tough. Jack in Willard, Ohio. Jack, welcome. Hey, Jerry. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Uh, I have a two thousand. I have a two thousand nineteen Toyota Highlander, and we've got about forty four thousand miles on it. We got a letter from uh, our dealership that says, you know, they'll give me a. A new one, twenty-two for about twelve thousand dollars trade, and you know that's attractive. They don't have one; they got one coming in. But I wanted to know. My question is: uh, Should I buy the hybrid model, and will I be happy with the performance? I mean, obviously, I get better gas mileage, but compared to the Highlander I have now, I would definitely go with the hybrid. I've driven it; it's fantastic. You can't tell you're driving a hybrid. Gas mileage is better. I mean, there's just a lot of pluses to getting a hybrid, especially since we don't know where gas prices are headed right now. Mm-hmm. So if if it were me choosing, absolutely, I'd go with a hybrid. No question about it. Uh, just because it's okay. so good. Now, the other thing I want to tell you, if a dealer is throwing numbers at you and they haven't seen your current Highlander, they're not real numbers. Gotcha. Got to be careful. Makes sense. It's just a way to get you in the door. I mean, think about it. You think they'd honor those numbers if you had $5,000 worth of hail damage? 
correct. They right. don't know any better, right? Right. Just be yeah, careful. But they had me because I was I, I was willing to trade uh, twelve thousand dollars for forty four thousand miles. Yeah, know, I with, would be uh, too. Go see what happens. It's not going to bait. be. It's not going to be a pleasant experience. I'm going to tell you that right now. If I say bait, mm-hmm. then what do you say? <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, they just want to get you. In, they just want to get you in to work a deal, you know, and get you gotcha. let you drive a new hybrid, get yourself all lathered up, and then start throwing numbers out there that ain't going to be twelve thousand. But 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 Jack, I mean. We didn't know that your tires were a little bit worn, and this color's not as good as another one. You need a detail. We're going to have to put this thing in the shop and change the oil and, and do all this stuff to it. But, you know, 15,000 difference. What do you think about that, Jack? Well, I think, I think I'd like to have you go purchase, <laughs> purchase that car for <laughs> just, just be careful, pal. Uh, and I appreciate the call uh, so much. Uh, and uh, be careful out there. It's, it, there. I'm seeing more crazy stuff from dealers right now than I've ever seen in my life. And Scott in Hockley, Texas. No idea where that is. And I thought I knew all the towns. Where you at, pal? I am right outside of Houston. I bought a 2020 4Runner four-wheel drive from Fred Haas Toyota uh, Country. Okay. And I bought it more for me, and my wife wants more sporty and better mileage. Oh, and... So she's thinking about a hybrid RAV4 or a hybrid all-wheel drive uh, Venza. Yeah, I was going to say Venza. I, I, I'd be afraid a little bit that the RAV4 would have enough room if she's used to that 4Runner, which is a pretty good-sized vehicle. Um, I think yeah, the Venza— we, we only have we only, we only have 12,000 miles. And it's worth a fortune right now. And that's the whole reason I wanted her to get it, because I knew it would be worth more later, and we're about to pay it off, and we've had it for two years— and I'm very right side up on it. Well, I'd say there's a good chance that the Forerunner is worth as much as you'd pay for a new Venza, which I love, by the way. Um, I, I gave it a great review. I love the fuel economy. I love the amenities inside. I mean, the one I had was about forty grand, and I, I'd bet big money that your Forerunner's worth about forty grand. Yes, that, that's what we, that's what we're looking at. We're looking at around the forty grand mark. Yeah, for the for the top of the line, either Rav Four or Venza. Well, if she's wanting, what's, I mean, what's a better ride? What's a better vehicle with good uh, cargo space? The Venza's a better ride, no okay. doubt about that. Uh, cargo space is good. Old, it's not as good drive. as the Four Runner because it's not as big. But from an enjoyment well, standpoint. She doesn't like the truck chassis. She wants more of a car chassis. Then the Venza's the answer. And the mileage was great. I mean, 39 miles to the gallon on a on a good-sized SUV, unheard of these days. And it did it. And I wasn't even trying. I, I would talk to your friends at the other place if they're closer to you, but just know that Nate Murphy at Fred House Toyota World is a dear friend of mine. They're the biggest Toyota dealer in the state. They're going to have the most inventory. And he loves my listeners. So... You know, y'all talk about it, but if you're going to do something, don't let this used car bubble burst before you do something. Because 
forerunners are just so hard to get right now. Uh, it, 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 there's just no telling what the doggone thing is worth. If you want to find out for sure what it's worth, um, go to carbingo.com slash carpro carbingo.com slash carpro. There's also a link on the front page of my website and put the information in two minutes. You're going to know what it's worth. And then that'll give you a good baseline for whatever you do next. I'd go with the Vinza. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it would be a great choice. And I do appreciate the call, Scott. And we got a Bill in Tyler, Texas. Hello, Bill. Thanks for holding. Bill, are you there? Oh. Well, Bill wanted to talk about the Ford Maverick. Seems to be a popular topic these days. And, uh, you know, there's no doubt. Everybody's looking for them, and they are hard to find, uh, especially the hybrid version. So if you're not looking, you know, if you can do with the 2.5, read my review at carprousa.com and and see. I thought it was great. I'd still buy the hybrid, but it's going to be a long, long wait. It's going to be it's going to be a year most likely. But I do think it would be worth it to have that little truck. It's uh it, it I really liked it when I had it. It was fantastic. Uh, next up, of course, the one everybody's fighting over now, the Ford Lightning, all electric F-150 that's loaded up. It's probably going to be right around 100 grand, uh, and they're not going to be able to build enough of them. You're going to have to take me for a ride when you get the Lightning to test drive. Oh, I will. I mean, I've got to be in a truck. What's it supposed to do, 0 to 60 in? Oh, I don't remember, but it's... Unbelievably fast. fast. yeah. Like twice like, as fast as an F-150? Like all... Like all electrics, I've got to be in a in an F one fifty that goes to zero to sixty in three and a half seconds. Yeah, but you know, there was a lot of power in that F one fifty power boost that was in this week's free weekly newsletter. Uh, it had a lot of four hundred thirty horses, and it was fast too. Don't be sol when you buy an SUV. Call the Car Pro for the right deal and dealer. This is CarPro USA, Kevin McCarthy, Jerry Reynolds. I am looking forward to seeing your review of your uh, test drive this week. I've always had, for some reason, I've I've had a, a fond spot in my heart for the Jaguar F-Type. Uh, yeah, and that they, was before I knew good. that they were going to drop that SVR 500-whatever-horsepower engine in it. Yeah, it's a, it's a good-looking it's good looking rig. There's no doubt about it. But i got to be honest, I'm looking forward to the new Tundra next week more. Oh, yeah. Just because I've had well, so many. Well, it's a Tundra. Well, and <laughs> I've had oh, about a million more questions on the new Tundra than I had the F-Pace. So... Yeah, it kind of outsells the Jaguar. I would say so. Yeah. Robin, San Marcos, California. Welcome. Thank you. Um, I really appreciate all the advice. Sure. And um, you mentioned earlier about um, how some of these uh, pre-orders work where the dealer really doesn't get much. I think you were talking about Ford specifically. So is that true for um, other brands? No, other brands haven't. Like forever for the VW and um i just wonder if it kind of works the 
No, I haven't seen any other automakers taking the same approach as Ford. And if you're a consumer, you're going to like this. You're going to like the fact that you're not paying MSRP. You're not paying over MSRP for anything. Uh, Now, I was talking about the Lightning a minute ago, the all-electric Lightning. Those are going to be sold at MSRP, too. They could be flipped if they weren't being sold at MSRP. They could be flipped for twenty dollars to $30,000 profit in a hurry. So what they're doing with that, Robin, is they're going to make the customer sign an affidavit that they can't sell their vehicle for a year. Now, first thing I said was, that'll never hold up in court. Get me a lawyer. This is America. We still have, what if I, what if I have uh, cancer and I want to sell my lightning before I die so that my wife doesn't have to deal with it? You're going to tell me I can't do that after I've paid for this truck? You're going to, you're going to really try to enforce that? Come on. I mean, I, from a dealer standpoint, it's disheartening. Like, I've got I got the biggest Chevy dealer in the United States is in Dallas, and they're dear friends of mine. They've been on my Dallas show since the beginning. They're, they've sold every Corvette they've ever sold, and they're one of the biggest in the country on Corvettes. They've sold them all at MSRP, never a penny over. And this goes back to 1960. They've never sold a vehicle over MSRP. This is classic Chevrolet. But guess what? They turn around and watch people... Buy at MSRP, take it to the auction, make $30,000 overnight. Oh, my. I mean, it's a tough, tough deal right now because cars are so short. Some dealers are gouging. Some are not. Cadillac Escalade is another good example. They've been bringing twenty grand over MSRP for a year at the auction to dealers, not to people, to dealers. So I don't see any of the other manufacturers doing the things that Ford's doing right now. Um, I mean, I, I get supply and demand. You know, if if you want to be the first on your block to have the Ford Lightning when it comes out and you're willing to pay for that, then it's okay. Just let somebody pay for it. Let the dealer make money. It don't always work that way. I mean, dealers have gone, and Ford in particular, it's gone for years and years and years with people wanting the bigger, bigger, bigger discount. And and now they're paying sticker price, in some cases, more. What comes around goes around. If you've bought five cars, got nice discounts and nice rebates, you're way ahead of the ballgame right now. It's your turn to pay. And that's the way it is. I don't see, I mean, I certainly don't see Volkswagen doing that, my friend. Uh, hopefully, you'll get yours soon. I appreciate the call. Sorry I ranted on you. It happens. <laughs> okay, there's new car, used, certified, pre-owned, or maybe leasing is the way to go. There are lots of choices, and Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, can help you find the right one. Call him now at 1-800-926-7777. George in Austin, we got 120 ticks of the clock, and it's all yours, sir. Thanks for taking my call. It's been a month trying to... Get in, Jerry. Well, happy um, to help. My significant other and I 
have bought four Lexuses in the last 20 years. Uh, we purchased them a couple in Minnesota, Lexus and Maplewood, and last one down here at your new approved uh, Penske dealership. Yeah. <clears throat> we wanted to get a uh, hitch put on it for a bicycle rack, and they absolutely will not do it. Penske owns both Toyota and Lexus here, and they refuse to do it. Lexus and Maplewood, we'd have to take the car up to Minnesota. They'll put it in. And after I went to management and pressed them on it, they said it's because they didn't—they don't wear the Lexus anymore with a uh, wiring back to the rear bumper. And if they messed up installing it, it's $10,000 part to fry. Wow. But, uh, yeah, Lexus and Maplewood said no problem, but... You know, since Penske's taken over down here, they're not exactly as friendly as they used to be. Well, I sure haven't had any complaints on them. Uh, and a lot of... This lot, is the first one. Yeah, that, you are the first one. But I've had, I don't know, half a dozen uh, real nice emails on them, you know, in a short period of time. Um, you know, you might try going to the aftermarket and see what they could come up with. Maybe a U-Haul place. Uh, nope, U-Haul won't do it. Gosh. Already talked to U-Haul. Well, brother, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Minnesota to get a trailer hitch. No, there'll be somebody closer. Um, try try my dealer in Dallas, Park Place, Lexus, and see what they tell you there. That might be a, they're a huge dealership. And they'll tell you the truth. They're just great people there. So try that. And let's see if we can get you one here in Dallas. It's not an accident. Jerry Reynolds is called the car pro for a reason. Call him now at 1-800-926-7777. 